Hello friends, Crystal here, your Vibrant BF, and I want to start off today's episode with a quote by James Baldwin, and it states, We can disagree and still love each other, unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of humanity and right to exist. This powerful statement applies to many facets of life, many differencing of opinions. At the recording of this episode, we are seeing in real time history in the making, again, regarding Palestine and Israel. This quote became very realistic during the summer of 2020, when we seen the mass divide of those who were being oppressed under police brutality after the murder of George Floyd, and you've seen friendships and families split apart, never to be the same again. I am absolutely a person who lost a very close relationship of over 20 years due to the differencing of opinions, which to me felt like the basic rights of humanity. And as we watch what's going on in Palestine and Israel, it's a reemergence and there are lines being drawn again of those who vehemently stand in their beliefs. Now, there's nothing wrong with believing what you believe. However, as the quote states, unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of humanity and right to exist. Humanity is for all. It is not just for some. It is not for the right. It is not for the left. It is not for the light. It is not for the dark. It is not for the Republican, the Democrat, the woman, the man. Humanity is for humans, for all of us to have the right to exist and to thrive and to live. And that is not, unfortunately, the case in many places all around the world. So as we approach yet another pivotal section in history, there are some who absolutely stand with Israel and there are some who absolutely stand with Palestine. And for myself, I stand with humanity. I stand with those who are being oppressed, which is Palestine. I stand with those all over the world that may fall under the scrutiny, under the tyranny of those that seek to deem them as second-class citizens. I say this as a woman of color born and predominantly raised in the United States. I know what it's like to be oppressed by a system. I know what it's like to be oppressed simply for the color of my skin, simply for existing. So as we all find ways to cope and to deal with these very trying times, these very emotional times. I wish peace for all people. I risk peace for the Jews and the Palestinians. I wish peace for humanity, no matter your religion, your race, your birthplace, your skin color, your social economic status. I wish peace for humanity. And I look past what media may be projecting or even family and friends. And I get to the roots. And when we look at 
basic numbers and facts and figures and timelines we can see very clearly. I posted on my story the other day from Amanda Seals, who is a comedian, an activist, actress, a creative. She's multifaceted, creative human. And she had posted that she hopes that everyone pushes and challenges themselves to think beyond their borders of their current knowledge base. And the way she worded that was so pivotal, was so incredible, because we all have belief systems and narratives and lenses that we view the world through naturally. But at some point, we have to start questioning why the things are the way they are. And we have to question who is saying these things and why are they saying these things? and get to the root. She also goes on to say that if you're only listening to American news sources, then you are not expanding the borders of your consciousness. Now, this can literally be applied to anything. Yes, Israel and Palestine right now, big, hot topic, very explosive news, heartache and pain going on. But before this took place, there was always a next level for us to see past. There was always a new evolution in our growth, in our wisdom. And at some point, we want to question the status quo. If you are truly wanting to live in your highest state, in your highest consciousness, you're going to have to push and challenge and think beyond the borders of your current knowledge base. And this is where many people get tripped up. It's normal to want to be included, accepted, valued. That goes back to just humanity and our tribal mentality and not being away from the tribe, which leaves us more vulnerable to exposure and animal attacks and things like that. But you also have to understand and start to learn how to stand in your own truth. And that may be you standing alone. That may be you having to speak up and say things even if your voice shakes. There's a quote by Aristotle that says, There's only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. And we all know that we are somebody, and what we have to say matters. And to disregard your true feelings or to go against the status quo because you don't want to be outed or you don't want to be the outsider. That's not living in your true authenticity because there's always going to be somebody else that thinks the way you do. And sometimes you may have to be that brave soul that stands up and says, this is not okay. And when you say you stand for Palestine or you stand for Israel, you really have to understand the gravity of that statement. I absolutely believe that people are not their governments. However, I also believe that more often than not, people can be very sheep-like and follow the crowd. And if the majority says this, then that's what they believe. If they've only digested one set of ideals, then of course they're going to follow down that same path. But it's when you really start opening up your expansive state, when you really start opening up your consciousness, when you really start to ask the questions, you more than likely are going to start changing and differing an opinion. And that, of course, is going to ruffle some feathers. That, of course, is going to cause strain in certain situations and relationships where you may have been on one accord. I have 
lost some followers over the last few days, which is always fine with me because for me, it's more about being in alignment with my true self and finding people that hold similar beliefs. Find people that put humanity first. Find people that truly don't mind being the quote-unquote outcast. That is where I want to be. Those are my people. That is my tribe. And sometimes it takes these very big events to understand where your people are and to see that maybe there has been differences and um, differencing of opinions. And again, we can differ on things except when it comes to oppression and humanity. And there's some things that are really non-negotiables. So let's talk about some ways to navigate through these very heavy times. So we also have eclipse season that is upon us. And I just wanted to offer some practical steps because we can talk about all the things, but we also know that there is always duality in life. So as heartbreaking and infuriating and saddening and maddening and hopeless some people may feel regarding the situation happening now in Palestine. There are other people that are experiencing some of the most beautiful days of their life. Maybe they've gotten married. Maybe they've had a child they've always desired. Maybe they've moved into their dream apartment. Whatever the case may be, learning how to hold space for the duality of life and allowing yourself to feel the feels and also to be present in your current state, right? Understanding that you get to choose joy daily, that you get to choose what thoughts you want to focus on. And sometimes, yes, it is external situations that can change our lives. I've talked about before that over 90% of our thoughts are on repeat and of low vibration looping patterns unless we start to become very conscious and take control of those thoughts. But roughly only 10% of what happens is external circumstances. It's mainly the way we choose to view it. So as horrifying as the news is that is happening in the Middle East at the moment, we still get to choose how we want to focus, where we want to place our energy. I believe that it's important to be educated and to be conscious of what is going on all around the world. And I also believe you need to be aware and conscious of what's going on in your own home. So years ago, I used to be very much a religious uh, person, very heavy into the church, dogmatic, all the things. And, you know, we talked a lot about mission work and traveling, and it brought up that you may want to go and help feed children in impoverished nations, but have you even reached out to your next door neighbor? So it's a balance of understanding that you have to be conscious of where you are now while wanting to and sending out and possibly even being able to help in an expanded state. But it starts within yourself, then in your sphere of influence, and then extending from that point. So versus you jumping into international affairs, when's the last time you reached out to a sibling, a family member, a neighbor? a coworker. When was the last time you reached um, out into your city, your state? When was the last time you reached out into your country, then doing humanitarian work outside? So understanding 
that you must first start within. We cannot pour from an empty cup. And you know, I practice not only filling my cup first, but also drinking from it. And from that space, it's in the overflow that we're able to create change and impact. So what are some things that we can do currently to help navigate during this time and any time during our lives where it may feel extremely heavy? First and foremost, it's always coming back to self. We talked about it starts with self. As Michael Jackson said in his song, Man in the Mirror, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. So we have to go and get back into our body. We have to become very conscious of where we are mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, all the all the leads we have to understand where we are and be honest with ourselves. So for my personal mental health, I don't watch police brutality videos. I haven't watched them in several years. I cannot watch police brutality. It sends me into a very dark spiral. So I know that is a boundary that I've created for myself. I also know that I cannot overly consume media when things are being literally inundated from all aspects. I will take a break from social media to kind of recharge. So some of the things we can do is understanding who we are as people and where our levels are, where and what are the boundaries we need to have in place to create balance within our emotional and mental well-being. And then getting into nature, that's one of the best ways to connect back into your body is getting out of your head and into nature, whether that be sitting outside, absorbing the sun, getting the vitamin D, whether it be walking and grounding, which I am a huge proponent of. There are incredible scientific research about grounding and what it does for your body whether it be closing out of the social media, it could be resting more, hydrating more, journaling more, listening to um, upbeat music, binaural beats, having sound bath, going to a Reiki energy session, having a massage. The list goes on and on of ways to get out of your head and into your body. So Really investigate, really look inward and check in with yourself. Ask for guidance as to what is going to take for help to create balance in your emotional and mental well-being. You can be a conscious person without being overly consumed with what may be going on. Yes, you are going to feel sad or you may feel depressed even or you may feel helpless or hopeless or lonely. Feel those feels, but understanding the boundary, understanding when is enough enough, and that's going to take practice. Also being aware of who is in your sphere, who is in your circle of influence. Do you have positive people? Do you have someone continually projecting their fears or their worries into your energetic space? Or do you have ones that can hold space for you and why you can hold space for them? All these little nuances are really going to help with trying times in life, not just on a personal level, but on a grander scale as well that we are currently experiencing. And then choosing joy daily. Now, it's not to say that every day is a good day, but there is something good in every single day. And when you can hold a state of gratitude, no matter how small it may seem, it could be the fact of you getting up and taking a shower that day and applauding yourself for making those steps. It could be eating 
nourishing meals to fuel your body. Having a state of gratitude will also help to keep you in a more balanced emotional and mental state. So I would love to hear from you on what are some things you are doing to navigate during trying times, during heavy times, whether that be just on your emotional, personal level, or when it's collectively heavy, like what's going on in Israel and Palestine right now. If this episode has encouraged you and helped you to connect back to self, empower you to be in your authenticity, that challenges you to think beyond your borders of consciousness currently, please let me know in the comments. Be sure to share and be sure to follow us over on Vibrant BF on IG. And until next time, friends, be sure to take care of your mental health. Always spread love. And let's continue to lift up humanity. Bye-bye.